might be wondering why the fuck am I in like an abandoned building all by myself talking well this is the new studio and though it might not look like much it's about to become a lot more in the coming weeks uh we're just wrapping up um moving and shit so moving and shit and so soon enough, this will become a proper home. And the room that I'm in right now will be transformed into a studio. Over on this side, we'll have like the new console area, fucking seating. And I'm doing like a crazy collage on this backside here. New year shit, I guess. Um, yo, 2023. I hope everyone's had a good holidays, good Christmas, all that type of shit. Uh, I haven't dropped a pod for a minute because we were waiting on the move and the new studio and all that shit. But then I'm like, yo, we're about to move anyways now. Let me just grab my gear, impromptu style, like set it up and just do one. Um, a lot of the stuff is new with like, uh, I mean, the camera stuff is old. But we have a new squad, Jump Teeth Editing. We have a marketer. Like we're, we're trying to like really push this shit because, yo, I'm gonna be honest, man. Most people doing podcasts lick fucking balls. Like, their shit is garbage, man. People just talk, and it's like a venting therapist session for them. Oh, my my feelings, and this is how I feel, and I'm going to make up some bullshit about how I'm an inspiring person because I've gone through so many things in my life. And, like, the stuff they've gone through ain't shit. It's not even that insane. Like, some people have stuff I'm watching. I'm just like, dog, like, you have nothing interesting to say yet Amy just bonky janda yeah like people just talking shit about like yo and like look man I don't want to like directly shit on my competitors because like yo some people are doing their thing and great man I'm glad for you do your thing run it up get the bag all that stuff you know fucking grind set mindset oh fucking uh whatever man like all that dumb shit you hear regularly but like to be honest like podcasts were about people chopping it up on like and having conversations that you want to be privy to that like you otherwise wouldn't be able to like some people's podcasts are so so like okay brown people podcasts can be divided into certain groups there's the brown girl trauma podcast where brown girls just talk about their trauma and basically vent to the camera and to the mic like it's a therapy session a b is the brown boy interview or even the brown girl interview where you don't really have anything that you're offering up to the podcast like you can't run this shit even solo you need people you need to grab insta models and fucking people that are known and have a base and basically leech off of their uh audience to to make content right so it's not really podcasting because you're not actually speaking with these people behind closed doors you're bringing them on screen to basically be like let me interview you hey no one knows about your story why don't you come on this thing and tell us about your life story so it's like yeah cool like that's dope and shit but it's not a podcast it's you're just an interview show at that point then you've got brown boys trying to be funny okay or talking shit podcast those are also just fucking like again i i I have to make these points again and again but like it's like the luna noon thing man like it's like punjabis or brown dudes brown girls just talking about the same old tired fucking stories that we've heard for the last 10 to 15 fucking years we get it brown girls can't go outside brown girls are shot on by the community we get it brown dudes are really bad at getting girls brown dudes are trying to fucking make it out here and they don't understand how to fucking do this that the other and andrew tate oh we get all that shit fam talk about something new talk about something interesting talk about your life experiences that you think other people might be able to fucking grab a few things on put people onto game 
all right like i'm looking at some of the most successful podcasts it's either it's like a lot of just fucking fighting and that shit's interesting or it's like yo game what's game game is knowledge right like i was reading uh, i was recently getting into this fucking guy on no jumper sharp who's like an ex-pimp or i don't know if he's still a pimp or whatever the fuck and i'm just like so fascinated by the fact that like all the shit that this guy talks about how he's moving and just the way he's able to cap encapsulate you while saying like sometimes nothing like sometimes his conversations will go for like 40 minutes where you feel like i learned nothing except some guy filibustering and shitting on a bunch of only fan hoes which is like okay cool but like it's still un- like more interesting than some of the shit i'm hearing from brown dudes who are just like yo like what do you do to go on a date Oh, I take the girl to like this and like, why don't you do this? Oh, it's just like, I bro, what the fuck? So it's like, yeah, we're going to push this shit harder this year because I feel like, yo, I'm not trying to toot my own horn. But in 2023, I'm just kind of coming swing to the fucking fences about all these fucking Lulu. Like you got dudes who have never even seen a fucking pussy in their life talking about like girls and relationships. Then you got like all these chicks that are just telling you about trauma and like, oh my God, my life is so hard. Ah, oh, I'm so poor. I need financial freedom. Yo, like the thing is, is th- like the truest factor on all these guys and girls is life is fucking hard. Life is unfair. Deal with it, buttercup. As my boy Fatih on Twitter would say. And yo, you're gonna have to do some wild shit if you want that freedom. But people are too comfortable. I know this one fucking creator out here who always constantly fucking mopes around about like my parents are always like kept keeping me inside. I couldn't go out and do anything. And oh my god, I lost all these years of my life. Then just fucking move out. Move the fuck out. That's it. That's literally, that's it. Yeah, it's hard. But you you can't like complain about your shit, but then still be like, well, I have a house over my head. I have family that I love. I get food. I get this. I get that. But then complain about this other stuff and act like, yo, like fucking make a pros and cons list. Is that shit worth it? If not, then fucking move out, dog. I've moved out. Me and my mom are beefing a hella back in 2018. I'm like, fuck this. Peace. I left. I literally did the fucking walk the walk, talk the talk. I left, tried to figure out what situation I could. And I moved with somebody in a situation, fucking got a job, was working, fucking eating my fucking daddies, like old fucking rotis and shit like that. And, and yo, I, I just dealt with it. And then like, that's life, man. And so even brown dudes on the other end, man, like fucking brown guys are like out here complaining about like, yo, I can't get chicks. I can't do this, bruh. You're literally a fucking baboon of a human being. You have no fucking interesting thoughts between your two brain cells. And yet you think that you're going to be able to pull chicks. It's not going to happen, buddy. Like, unless you, you're getting off by, like, sheer energy, which, again, energy ends up drying up from these types of people. And you start hearing fucking horror stories. And, like, most of the relationships that you see around are just, like, fucking, like, bullshit, dog. Like, they're, they're complete shams. They're just, like, fucking one side or the other side, or, or you know what, in a relationship where like there's no substance, it's a sham from both parties, and that shit's designed to fail. A chick who's only interested in a guy because he saw him at a house party, he looks good, and he wants, she wanted to get a fucking lick, and fuck because, oh, uh, we're breaking boundaries by being fucking hoes out here, and fucking whoever we want, and catching all these bodies because body counts don't matter anymore. Okay, cool, do that, but then you can't come out here and be like, yo, I got all this trauma, I got all this baggage. Well, no shit. Like, People in this day and age are trying to basically rewrite what human history is. And it's the most annoying fucking thing ever because people are rewriting what we know has happened for the last like 4,000 years of recorded human history and how relationships have worked. Like you don't, you, you like, this is why I tell people to like actually go learn something like the Romans and shit. And I know people want to hear more about dating and fucking shitting on chicks or doing that and blah, blah, blah. But listen, let me tell you this right now. If you read the fucking records about the Romans and shit, they were dealing with divorce and cheating and trying to figure out ways to fucking deal with that because to them, these girls was hoes. So they too felt that same shit. And that's why they had all these laws in place of like, yo, women can't cheat, dudes can't cheat, wealth and all that stuff because this shit been fucking happening for the last like 3,000 years and now in today's day and age people are trying to be like oh feminism this fucking uh, manosphere that Andrew Tate this Kim Kardashian that Cardi B City Girls like all the shit that people are feeding you is fucking bullshit and it's fucking embarrassing because no one has anything worth even like speak like everybody shut the fuck up 
yeah, sure, tell me to shut the fuck up. And I did for the last three months. I wasn't fucking doing nothing. No videos were being, uh, no videos were coming out. The last video that you saw was that Granita Song's OnlyFans video and where we were critiquing the culture of brown Twitter, both sides, very truly. And now I've just seen that, like, yo, there is just a fucking truth of, like, what is happening out here that I'm just like, like, yo, look, if somebody wants to come on the pod and talk about this shit, of course, I'm going to keep you, keep it cordial, keep it respectful. But, like, just the shit that I'm seeing out here, dog, it is what it is, man. Women are fucked. Dudes are fucked. Leave me alone. That's why I'm, like, fucking, like, chilling and booling in my own corner, literally doing my own thing. Because I don't like dealing with this shit. I don't like dealing with people who are just fucking retarded i don't know what else you want to say man like i'm just dealing with so many people like i I was talking to this one chick dog and she's not a 10 no universe is she a 10 in even the man that would marry her would like be lying to call her a 10 but i'm like yo what would you rate yourself i'm a 10 that's what she said to me she's like i'm a 10 i was like that's the most fucking insane thing i've ever heard that i'm like and look cool believe like it's like how when rappers say oh i'm the best rapper Okay, and then you go, you really think you're the best rapper? You're better than Nas? Well, I have to say that because I have to believe in myself. So you don't really believe that you're the best rapper. You just believe for optics that you need to say that about yourself. Same shit with people going, yo, I'm a 10, I'm a 10. You don't really truly believe that about yourself, but you have to say that for the optics because you want to know, let other people know that you're high value, right? And all these dumb terms, bro, like, yo, let's be real about how we rate ourselves. How do I rate myself? I would say, like, overall, taking the personality, all that shit into account, I'm, like, a decent seven. Like, yo, if I'm just going to be very honest, because, like, yo, look, there's so many things that I understand about myself. Like, look, don't rate yourself on the positive things about you. Rate yourself on the negative aspects about yourself. I know what the negative things about me are. That's why I'm, like, I'm a fucking seven. Even a 6.5, I'm willing to say. I don't give a fuck. Like, yo, I don't care if other people are like, you're three, you're four. Sure, maybe I'm even a one to somebody's eyes. It's all good. And uh, I don't even get into the fucking topics yet that I wanted to, but that was, it felt like a little rant. And, like, I feel like there's a couple of people I'm trying, I'm going to send some subs to because fuck them. You know what? 2023, like, I have no friends when it comes to this fucking content making shit because a lot of people are just out here fucking full of it. And fuck y'all, man. Like, you ain't done nothing for me. I've done a lot more shit for you and for the people I'm throwing subs at. So you can fucking, yo, go fuck yourself. There's this chick I know, poet chick, right? We, let's say I would once called her a friend. Not anymore, though. And when I was starting the pod, I'm like, yo, do you want to jump on the pod? Oh, yeah, I want to support you. You supported me. You bought my book. You did this, blah, blah, blah. Okay, dope. All right, when it's, like, time, I'll, I'll hit you up. Can you come on the pod? Yeah, 100%. Okay, time goes by because I didn't want to rely on guests for my pods. I was running, up, running it up solo, doing a bunch of solo apps, as many of you guys would know. Did the solo apps, did the solo apps, and then, yo, you want to pull up on the pod? Um, yeah, uh, I'm not comfortable with doing the pod because, uh, uh, you said some things that really mean, what do you mean? Like, what did I say? Uh, yeah, you said some things about like, uh, poet chicks and, and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, I'm not fucking with that. And also to be honest, I don't even fuck with you. And then I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, what are you talking about? Oh, you know how you said like, uh, all these chicks are like, poet chicks are like nav. And I'm like, yeah, uh, the joke I was making about how brown dudes are becoming rappers because Nav did it. And now brown girls are becoming poets because Rupikor did it. And I was making a joke because I've been making hot takes and fucking like jokes. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, I don't fuck with this. So I don't really fuck with your shit because I saw one clip that was 30 seconds long. And I basically judged over the 30 hours of content that you have off of one one minute clip. So, um, yeah, I don't want to do it anymore. That's the mindset, bro. I've had people that are like close to me and I'll get back to that story. Like friends that saw a 10 second clip call me. Didn't even finish the clip. Didn't even watch a fucking podcast. I know this person isn't even going to watch this podcast and know I'm talking about them. This chick that's like considers me her like, bro, fucking yo, uh, 
Hey, what, what are you doing? What, what are you saying? I'm like, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm just like, did you watch the whole clip? No, I didn't watch the whole clip. Okay, so uh, maybe you should watch the whole clip. Watch the fucking podcast. Support your friend, quote unquote. And then come back to me after you watch the hour podcast. Watch the clips and then make a fucking decision. This is the thing about most people. This is why so many people are fucking like, yo, Andrew Tate's bad. This person's bad. Because, because they don't understand that the internet has fucked them in the fucking brain. Okay, because what has happened is, is that the 30 second algos have basically corrupted these people like a cancer where they see 30 seconds of something and they believe that they can make up their mind. Dog, I'm still learning about philosophy. I'm still learning about a lot of this shit. And I will tell you, I still don't know nothing. I've been doing so many different things and aspects like podcasting or learning about art, music, hip hop. Like I could say I could school almost 90% of people on hip hop. Like the only people that could like outschool me is like literally a Kala from Compton or like fucking Queens or Brooklyn. When it comes to like some super like low key uh, guys from the nineties, I've never heard about. And they've got like these fucking cassettes because that's like my passion. And if somebody get, had like a 30 second clip and made their entire summarization of about something, a group or whatever, off 30 seconds of a clip, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I still will, for what I know, I know I know more than most people that are watching. Especially me, most brown people, I know I know a lot more about hip-hop than the average fucking viewer of this podcast, but I still won't admit, yo, I know all this shit. Because I know out there, there's a lot of information that exists that I'm not privy to, and I'm not fucking, like, in the shits with, and in the gutters. And so... If I'm going to be real honest, a lot more people are like that, but they think they know everything off like a 20, 30 second clip of something they saw on TikTok, which is why people are fucking born dudes. And a lot more people like that. So that that poet chick, bro. And here's a funny thing. Her, her bio literally says, I'm the nav of poetry or some shit like that. And so I'm like, dog, are you fucking serious? And then this is what basically she goes down. Well, I don't also consider you a friend because you did all these things. And I'm like, dog, we were barely talking for the past year. How could you have all these grievances against me? Oh, I just didn't say anything because I didn't think you would change. Like, this is the type of fucking moodics that I've got to deal with, bro, that I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? Like, yo, this is another thing that you got to realize about women sometimes. They'll internalize things and internalize things, and they'll never, ever let you know that these things about you are bothering them. That's why, like, the statistics show, you know, we've been on the whole fucking having legit statistics and papers. Most divorce couples happen because the woman walks away and initiates a divorce. Even if there's kids involved, if there's anything involved. Why? Because they've internalized things for so long. Oh, this is a problem, that's a problem. And sometimes barely do the bare minimum to address them. Yes, of course, women also address issues. Dudes are pieces of shit. Dudes are equally as much pieces of shit. But the thing is, is I'm not like running out here with these guys because most sorry guys suck most dudes that i've seen in my life suck because they're only after three things money pussy fame and if one of those three things you can dangle in front of them like a fucking carrot they will go for it a hundred thousand percent i've barely met people in my life that one of those three things will not entice them like one of my closest buddies jazz i i've seen this guy literally like like he does videography and like there has been some high level clients that this guy's like i'm just not fucking with your shit i'm not down didn't give a fuck about the bag women that were like yo I'm, i fuck with you i like her. he didn't give a fuck fame he doesn't care he fucking drops amazingly beautiful artistic like video pieces and doesn't care if like 30 people even see him he just does it for himself that type of person is so fucking rare to find and it's funny because i didn't find him in sorry i found him in richmond and he also has like the same gripes with me uh, as me about people uh, like fucking doing this type of shit, man. That's why I like a lot of people when they're not getting that pat on the back. Like this is a fucking silent game where you have to work hard and not fucking worry about like like uh, some other dudes that I know they're doing pods. Like literally you're doing it to get pussy. Like it's very clear because I had a conversation with the guy before. I'm like, yo, like you got a Janan or what's going on? nah bro I got this chick and he, she's doing this and I mean I haven't really done that but like yo when this thing happens and stuff like I've been a low key guy yo fucking chicks are gonna be hitting me up and I just know it like that's the type they have like a revenge mindset which is like if you wanna talk about Andrew Tate the guy got locked up and again perfect example of that shit Andrew Tate got locked up people had two seconds of information and they started running their fucking mouth oh he got fucking locked up because Greta Thunberg and fucking he, she did the reply on the pizza boxes and the Romanian government found his pizza boxes and they arrested him 
I bro, you freely fucking think that a government agency has no clue about when a fucking person is arriving in and out of their fucking country, even with private jets and all that shit that he claims to have? You're fucking re- stupid. And this is what I'm talking about. Most people are like, yeah, oh, he's a fucking this. He, he's getting charged on this dog. I don't support the guy at all. You know why? Simply on the basis of this. Andrew Tate A doesn't talk about love, right? That's never a, like a, in his, in his uh, uh, formulas for what it means to be in relationships. Love is not a factor, A. And B, his entire persona is made off the backbones of using women, using them literally for their bodies to fucking make his money, which was through like a sort of prostitution method of, of the cam girl thing, which I'm like, as a sing and Kalsa type of character, I'm not about that shit. B, A, B, and C, his whole persona, his whole being is based off of getting revenge on women because he was curved however many years ago, becoming this most lethal top G Cobra guy. It's because he wants to get back at woman for never being able to get women when he was a nobody. And yo, that type of shit is fucking so whack, okay? Me personally, like, yeah, there was a moment, like, there was when you're young and innocent, you get love. And yeah, I had my house high school sweetheart, and I had a lot of love for her. And in my heart, it was like, yo, I really remember feeling that that was love. And then growing up, it's like, yeah, you have to be somebody to have, like, why is anyone going to fuck with you in general in this world? Just because your parents have money, you look good or what? Like, you need to have something. Fine, you look good. Your parents have money. But if you don't have either of those things, you have to cultivate other things, man. And that's the thing that no one wants to really fucking talk about is the fact that like men, us as men, we have to cultivate something about ourselves, our personality or our, our physique, our mindset, our, our hustle, our fucking jobs, money, like something about us we need to cultivate to be able to attract women. It's like the peacocking of uh, what a man has to do. And that's why if you see even in nature, a lot of male species sometimes look more beautiful than than the female species, right? Like male peacocks look nicer than female peacocks because the whole idea is the male is the one that has to attract the female. There's like crabs that have to do like dances to attract a female or like uh, a certain type of bird that has to make like a nest or something. Like it, it, there's an attraction that you have to create that's more than just how you look and just who you is. Like, like for example, horses have like harems low key where like two stallions will fight and whoever wins out of the fight gets the woman. Well, or the female horses i mean making the stallion you know what i'm saying but that is kind of how it works in, in this world right so I, i'm not gonna knock that but like yo back 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 to the story with this poet chick right like um i'm saying that because it's like yo there's a lot of lessons that i had to learn about like how making a podcast making this shit like some people are just not gonna fuck with you anymore some people aren't gonna watch your shit some people will say they're watching your shit but they don't because they only watch 30 seconds and then they're gonna fucking come to a judgment call after 30 fucking seconds and all that shit definitely had me like realizing and like you know it it was like a little bit of time of reflection right i also wanted to see what the game was doing what everybody else was doing in the podcast space right all these other different podcasts coming out what they're fucking um, moving with and like you know what i was trying to move behind the scenes with the fucking host but like to be honest this chick i was trying to get on as a host she was down then she started flaking because she's low-key an npc and if she hears this like i'm sorry i truly do believe that um because here's the thing like it's hard to actually do something when you're a very privileged person most of these people are privileged they come from middle class homes or even upper middle class or even just straight up rich motherfuckers like all the creatives in surrey majority of them are people with very good decent backgrounds and are able to do art not as like a desperation hustle but as more of like a a full-time hustle because they don't have to pay the bills they don't have to pay for their food and they can make the most cavalier choices that they possibly want i was talking to my friend about this one of my uh, i want to say good friend because we have like really dope convos but she like she was pointing out like yo look at all these people that are like in this surrey sphere of creativity they're all very privileged people being able to make art and creating these clicks because they all come from very high middle class families and it doesn't actually matter it's not a do or die situation with their art and i truly believe that like people who are like scraping for like a mental place of like yo belonging or fucking art or something are the ones who always make the best art especially if you're like coming from a no place of like no resources nothing and most of these people aren't like that and I think that's why you can see that like Surrey isn't creating that level of talent that we have seen in Toronto. Like there's this whole Humble the Poet situation going on where like Humble is like getting accused by some Gordy for um, sexually assaulting her and shit. And like, look, Humble moved to Hollywood. He just released a Brilliant Idiots episode today. 
and he talks about like he says some things in there that I'm very much I'm like I like this guy's very like telling us obviously like what he's about and um Yeah, anyways, he's telling us what he's about. He wanted women. He originally started doing, like, open word, spoken word poetry to get women and shit. And that's why, like, uh, uh, fucking what's it called? Uh, uh, he moved to Hollywood and did all this shit. Like, he was basically, like, yo, it was an ego play. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it was an ego play for the guy. And so I don't know if this chick is telling the truth. Like, she made a TikTok thing. I don't know, right? But, like, I'm not surprised either. But, like, you know... Hollywood fucks people up I just guess I wanted to just address it a little bit but it does fucking up in the head a little bit because I'm like fuck like I wish there weren't all these like fucking fuckery like this like representing your community and then doing dumb fuck shit like that like right when they get a little bit like dudes living in Hollywood specifically and you know trying to make it show show up for the gore and the, that type of fucking energy and then like he says he's writing a book he his books are like very ten catered to like female women audiences female audiences whatever the fuck and you know it's like whatever man like a guy like that maybe was never getting the pussy he wanted to in life and then ends up getting it once he got famous and then it kind of went to his head or whatever right um i wonder if that was the end um the fucking finale on that story about uh oh fuck i got some messages I wonder if that was a finale on that story about with the poet. But I don't know. Like, I, I want to say, like, there's some less than a half from that. But, like, genuinely, it's just like, you know what? It's hurt. It is hurt. Because you have this person that you think is your friend who think you think is going to ride with you and understand you for who you are, even if you are saying some inflammatory shit on a podcast. But then it ends up that they're bubbling all this shit. And then when they have a chance to basically, like, knock you down a few pegs, they're going to do that. Instead of saying, like, hey, let's have a conversation about what's really going on, which I felt like we could have easily had and hashed things out. But then this person's like, well, I knew you're never going to listen. You're never going to change. You're like this, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I right, cool then. I guess you knew me better than I did. And... Uh, there was no possible chance of reconciliation. But I feel like that was a decent, like, little thing that, like, because I remember I was going to have her on the pod in, like, October, November when I asked her. But then that was around the time where I was like, you know what, I'm going to just take a break from this. New studios in the making. Um, we were going to move in soon back then. Obviously, that didn't happen because it's fucking January now, and I'm still, like, this is the, the length of us moved in. A camera, a mic, that's basically it. And a fucking, you saw the chair. It's an embarrassing ass chair. Um, yo, 2023 is like a year. I feel like for all my people that like the vibe that we're on this podcast is like we're here for jokes. We're here for advice. We're here for talking about relationships. We're here to talk shit. We're here to better ourselves. We're here to fucking get knowledge. Like it's about the well-roundedness of like talking all types of shit. I talked about some shit about fucking relationships and all that. Talked a little bit about um, current events. I haven't even gone to my notes about what I wanted to talk about. Which is fucking hell this dude the YouTube like the way they made this shit is so unintuitive that it's like fucking stupid man yo if any of you are Punjabi and you like ever got your ass beat Okay, let's put it like this. Only a real motherfucker can talk to me if they've been beat by their parents. Otherwise, I don't give a fuck. You've had to get beat by your parents, and I'm talking like beat the fuck up by your dad, not your mommy giving you some chipped and shit like that. Like, I'm talking like your dad threw hands at you because you're doing some goof shit to, like, actually have, like, a real opinion about the world because then you, like, know what it feels like to feel really fucked up. Like, I remember this one time. Like, I was a very problem... I'm not... Okay, I wasn't a problem child, but, like... Any single time anyone gave me something in school, like if they gave me a pencil or a sharpener or whatever, like I would disassemble it. The pencil would be broken in half. The lead would be like, you know, it's like when you have a pencil and it's like broken in half, you see the lead through the middle. Like I'd pick that out and like I like fucking deconstruct the whole shit. And this person gave me a fucking Japanese pen or some shit. And I guess their ink is like very potent. I broke the pen and my whole, like my, my hands are blue. They were literally blue. I went home. My dad saw that shit and uh, he's like, uh, you got to take, get that off. I'm like, yeah, I'm trying. It's not getting off. And I kept like saying like, dad, I can't get up that. And then he's just like, yo, like, like that's enough. He, he made me put my hands out like this, like fucking palm facing upwards. And he said, I'm going to take a ruler and I'm going to take it off with this. I'm like, how the fuck you can do that? You can like scrape it off. He's like, nah, I'm going to slap your hands until the, well, until the blue comes off. And I stood there with my hands, palms up, he fucking kept slapping my hands. 
And look, yeah, that's child abuse. That's fucked up. But you know what? Like, that shit does make you into a banda a little bit. Like, getting your... Like, I can remember some beatings that were, like... <laughs> like, you know, like, they're getting so bad that you got to run to your mom or your daddy for, like, protection. You know, it's like... You know, it's like there's, like, a head start where, like, you know you're about to get beat or you're about to get another fucking domed, like, fucking fist to the dome. You have, like, a 10-second head start to run to your daddy or your nanny or your mom or whoever is going to, like, protect you in the household. And if they're not there, you're fucked. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you're just like running through the house to fucking get away from that shit. And those memories, like in hindsight, are hilarious. And I also feel like they they build you a little bit. Like, sometimes you need to get fucking decked in the face by somebody for saying some wild shit or doing some wild shit. Because it teaches you a little bit of having an adat, a better adat, you know? Because some people you can tell have got to live their life doing dumb shit and never being fucking like getting their ass beat for doing that type of shit. I wonder if there's like enough light on me. Whatever. It's still like uh in progress. The studio is still in progress. Um and it's kind of funny because we were like on a Twitter space and yo join our Twitter space, Missile Corp. We usually talk regularly um during the weekdays. Uh follow me, E the ski, E T H E S K I for just to see when we're jumped into spaces and shit. And uh, we were just talking about our, our stories of getting beat as kids. It was fucking hilarious, to be honest. Yeah, you look back, it's traumatic. You have a little bit of like, oh, fuck this person stuff. But like, you know what? That shit does low-key build character. And I feel like people who have been beat, like I'm talking about beat, bro, by their parents definitely have like a, they have like a better and more unique lease on life. Obviously, I'm talking a lot of shit right now and jokes. And that's literally not the only way to get a lease on life by getting your ass beat. But and I'm ma- I'm making jokes, but like yo, only come step to me if your fucking bapu gave you a couple of fucking, not even just tapper doesn't like open hands. I'm talking like fucking straight knuckle fist to the face. Obviously, I'm kidding. Okay, yo, you know what else is fucking? I've, I've been noticing is the whitewashed brown person. This person doesn't get enough hate in the community, and they should because. The whitewashed brown person is somebody who's like so bought in onto the idea of like the Western world. Like the isn't Khalistan like a terrorist organization? Wasn't Khalistan like a uh, uh, a terrorist group? And weren't they like like isn't a Khalistani like killing like innocent Hindu people? Like that type of person is a fucking like next level Malayish bro. Because here's the thing, man. Yes, we came to the West to get a better life and our parents left Punjab or, you know, you left, leave your homeland and come and you become part of a diaspora. But the thing is, is like, I, I see it that like we're losing our generations to like, yo, first let's name our kids English first names. Let's start f- fucking having Buddha statues in the house. Let's put a Canucks jersey on the dog. Let's start naming our kids fucking Xavier and Andy and shit like that instead of like, um, Ananda Singh or like fucking I don't know like whatever Punjabi name you want to come up with you can think of thousands of them right Simran Harman whatever and I think the whitewashing of fucking brown people is like the of, it's very detrimental to our community it's very bad because it creates this idea of like the model minority but like now the assimilated type of person like you, if you want to know if you're like like okay if you want to know you're still a banda or like not a banda but like you want to know if you're still brown and you can hang with the true punjabi could you move to punjab like can you move to rural punjab india in the pind and be good you can communicate with people you can like acclimate to this uh, to that lifestyle the sitting on the manji doing kheti a little bit drinking cha eating fucking uh roti at home and like drinking pakki with the dudes and shit like can you do that lifestyle in like a harpy if not you are basically much more assimilated than you think. And, you know, you got to get your house in order because look, man, this idea that like West is best is not the way. It's not the best. The West is cool. There's like certain like principles about it, you know, individuality and all this stuff. But like the individuality has become this new version of like, how would I say it? It's like, uh, it's kind of like isolationism where individuality has become like you're a loner and like just focus on yourself fuck other people yo i'm gonna fucking bat my head down and work for six months and after the six months i'll be this fucking this guy with money and bitches and fucking this and that like this idea is like corrupting people in a really 
fucked up way and I, and I feel like that's because is we're buying so much into the west whereas like the west has ideas of individuality and the self and the east has ideas of the idea of family community and like the bunch right the collective and there's good ideas on both ends yes there's bad ideas from india there's bad ideas from fucking the west right but like the idea is as like a as a better human being is to take the good from both right learn punjabi mathore um ਇੱਕ ਵਾਰੀ ਮੈਂ ਕੀਤਾ ਸੀ ਪੋਡਕਾਸਟ ਮੈਂ ਉੱਥੇ ਗੱਲ ਕਰਦਾ ਸੀ ਜਿੱਦਾਂ ਅਸੀਂ ਪੰਜਾਬੀ ਬੋਲਣਾ ਚਾਹੀਦਾ ਆ ਤੇ ਫਿਰ ਸਾਰੇ ਬਸ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਆ ਇਹ ਪੰਜਾਬੀ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਪੋਡਕਾਸਟ ਕਰਦਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਇਹ ਕੀ ਗੱਲਬਾਤ ਹੈ ਕੀ ਕਰਦਾ ਆ ਸੋ ਫਾਰ ਯੂ ਮਦਰਫਕਰਸ ਆਰ ਵੀ ਗੈਟਿੰਗ ਆਲ ਲਾਈਕ ਓ ਥਿਸ ਕੈ ਕੈਨ ਯੂ ਸਪੀਕ ਪੰਜਾਬੀ ਆ ਜਸਟ ਡਿਡ ਥੈਟ ਇਫ ਯੂ ਅੰਡਰਸਟੂਡ ਥੈਟ ਗੁੱਡ ਫਾਰ ਯੂ ਇਫ ਯੂ ਡਿਡਨਟ ਗੋ ਫਕਿੰਗ ਲਰਨ ਪੰਜਾਬੀ ਫਰਮ ਯੂ ਫਕਿੰਗ ਬੀਬੀ ਯੂ ਡੰਬ ਬਿਚ ਐਂਡ ਦੈਟਸ ਹਾਊ ਆ ਫੀਲ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਲਾਈਕ ਹਾਊ you know this whole like whitewashing thing about brown people like i can't I, i'm be honest like you, i can't i don't fuck with you if you're whitewashed i'm sorry i i just can i'll never be able to fuck with you because there's certain levels of like understanding culture that like you can't even understand your own culture then like white people is like this fucking joked and memed culture where they don't even put like fucking spice on their chicken and shit like that so it's like yeah you get it you understand that the food is great you love a good tikka masala and fucking biryani and all this shit but like you don't understand the things that make us a very powerful people and group as a punjabi person you don't understand the fact that if you have a dastar or if you have a pug or if you're a sardar you're singing and you're out there and you see another one and you really need help and you ask him hey baji like i need 50 bucks because you know i i i need a ticket to get home or whatever they will fucking help you white people ain't gonna do that shit you can't just walk up to a gym tim tom and they'll be like oh yeah hey uh hey there man yeah i'll fucking give you a ride like they don't do that shit yes some of them do 100 but that's not what the fucking cultural zeitgeist is teaching people to do and that's why i just think like um in my personal opinion that the whitewashed brown people should be a little bit like shat on like if you don't have some level of like understanding your culture you don't understand sikhi or if you're hindu you don't understand your hindu the gods and and the vedas and the geetas if you're uh, a muslim and you don't understand your own stuff you know i'm speaking if you're all punjabi then like yo go learn that shit you can't speak your language go learn that shit you can't even communicate with your most loved ones like your grandparents and stuff like that yo change that shit change your first name like go learn your history and your roots and where you come from and realize that you're a, you're a person who is a descendant from a civilization that's might be considered the first civilization of mankind along with like the fucking indus basin like where we where we where we started where our civilization started is like the cradle of civilization in that belt that fucking tig- tigris euphrates to the indus like we exist in that and you're throwing that out all the window for what unseasoned chicken get the fuck out of here man i have no clue how long i've been running 37 minutes all right not bad you can go a little longer all right another thing i want to talk to you about ig profiles <sighs> this one's a fucking one sec whatever it is what it is um yeah ig profiles what i want to say about this is like you know it's crazy about ig people's ig's profiles you can tell so much about a person from their instagram profiles so like for example the dude with the profile picture of himself most likely a gym gain can't really see his face only can see his muscles zero posts or at bare minimum one post Let me tell you about this guy. This guy only has an Instagram just enough for people to see what he's like. He posts pictures of his prime from his prime could have been 6-7 months ago, even years ago. Just enough so you can understand this is a real person. His is his personality. His one picture on his profile matches with his fucking gym picture so that he can DM the bitches. That's it. That is all this guy's profiles for. You look at his following, he's either following really famous people that you would think are fucking lame as fuck or he's just following women. just to dm them then um you have the girl who zero posts barely a real picture of her fucking face locked profile but a visco in the bio with a whole bunch of fucking pictures of herself this type of chick run away from them instantly huge red flag fucking dummies bro um then you have the up to date with events chick 
this is the type of chick where every single event that you think is a marker in her life she will always post a picture that's regarding and revolving around that christmas there'll always be a picture with santa her birthday there'll always be a picture with the fucking golden balloons and the number of age that she is um she traveled yo best believe that she'll have highlights she'll have pictures on the beach and everything to make sure that you know that she traveled to cancun last summer okay that type of person is like one that is just like yo this person is a, like an npc low-key they're just going with what they believe society tells them is what looks good to people you know the best type of ig profiles to look out for is the people who actually give a fuck about aesthetics they do photo dumps they actually show you interesting things about their life pictures that they find beautiful uh fun goofy shit where things aren't properly framed you know they might be looking a little bit unflattering but they're with their friends they're enjoying food they do a 10 picture photo dump that's like a picture of an anime they're watching to a picture of them with their friends to a picture of them on a hike and it just sees like and there is a little bit of a fluidness of to how their ig looks but overall there's an aesthetic binding to it of like this is just like this person's personality truly coming through that is the best type of ig profile those type of people are usually the best they have their own problems of course as every other ones i can't stereotype that hard and generalize about that type of human being but like generally that type of person who like shows a part about themselves that is unique is the best right like for guys like usually uh, like there is the there's even the counter guy who does the same thing birthday um new year's eve or whatever he's showing you that he's partying that he's with his boys on the fucking yacht or whatever the fuck and he's just going with the motions or he has this picture with his girlfriend and the dog like yeah all that shit cool man like that's great for you brother but like you're not stay away from me please okay like i've got multiple ig's right i've got my personal ig and that's like it's it's so fucking like all over the place that you can think it's a spam but there is like some unity and congru- uh, con- congruity con- whatever there's some unity to it and like it kind of makes sense and then my proper the first um ig that one is more about like my creative side like little fucking snippets of videos and ideas and thoughts i have uh pictures of me of course mixed with like mixes i'm working on and just shit that i'm doing in life that i think is interesting you know and like i'll archive stuff and put it back but it's always like cool artsy stuff right purple's my favorite color colors i love colors art and stuff like that and you'll see it across my page you know and i mean there is no like is one ig the best one type of ig the best i don't know but me personally like i know instantly the type of person who shit posts a low-key but is also doing the photo doms the man my fucking much is so like itchy man that type of person is usually the most interesting because there's like a lot going on with them but don't be mistaken because there are people that are like like because here's the thing the new like thing is that everyone believes that they need to brand themselves that they were a brand like hey i do this and this is my mo and this is how i fucking act and you know you you get to look into my life and like but those people are so like npcs people that are just like fucking dead brain de- brain dead in the inside and just emulate other things that they think about other people that they see that like works right so like you see uh, the photo dump working enough for people then everyone starts to do it right but like i know some people that do photo dumps and have like ki- killer day and scattered like ig pages with all this different shit but they're like not that interesting people low-key you know and okay you know what maybe that's fucked up for me to say because like my bar for what is an interesting person is like very high like like i guess i'm like me saying that is probably like the biggest like bailout i can give to some average person because i don't think it's that high my basic like the my basic like level of for like how i judge somebody's like interestingness is can you hold a conversation and bring things to the table to talk about without me constantly facilitating and moving the conversation forward if i have to move the needle by myself forward like constantly then like you're not an interesting person and i'm doing all the like heavy like legwork you know and like that's another thing about like relationships like a good relationship is one where like you plant the seed and you're two people nurturing a relationship to grow it's it's not i'm in a relationship with you it's we are in a relationship together and i think people lose the plot there because they want things to be exciting oh there needs to be a spark i need to be like star-crossed lovers that's my soulmate that's my twin flame and all these dumb fucking bullshit ideas to just reaffirm to them these ideas about like what it means to me in love let me tell you about what love really is 
Love is peace. And the real things that make love love is the unsexy, boring things. The parts where you guys are just kicking it and just fucking watching like How I Met Your Mother and like ordering food in. Not the times where you're fucking going out and vacationing to Mexico and it's like the perfect week and we're on the beaches drinking mimosas and no, 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 no. That shit is cool because you think that like what society and fucking rom-coms and Disney movies and all these fucking things that like polluted your brain in the West tell you to believe that this is what makes relationships well and successful when it's not. Successful relationships come from the fact of doing the unsexy, boring things that most people will be like, why the fuck do we care about this shit? Paying the bills, um, making each other just a regular meal, um, seeing each other in the morning and giving each other a kiss on the lips before you're fucking going to work coming back and just chilling with each other, talking about how your day went. Those are the things that actually make love blossom. And those are the things that make growth. Like, like, like if we're like using the plant analogy, a plant that's being watered, you want it to have peace. You want it to be undisturbed, right? You don't want it to be all this like, hey, let's just fucking throw all these crazy nutrients in one day and then like forget to water it three for other days and, and maybe we'll do it again and then oh, we're trying to keep the consistency to water. Like it's very simple when it comes to plants. Like I'm trying to really get into like plants, planting and gardening and shit because I don't know, man, something just very, uh, something attracts me to like the rocks and the formations and the life of like creating plant structures and landscaping. But like when you're like wanting to create a fucking a plant with life you have to water it constantly you have to water it and like give it love literally like on some esoteric shit right like you have to bring con consistency to how you're taking care of this thing right that's same thing with relationship like some of the best moments i've had with people i've loved in the past weren't because we were going out and we're doing on some exciting adventures yeah sure those are great but there were moments where like life was just like me and this person and it just felt fun that I was with them and I'm getting to share like showing them like IG reels or like laughing about some fucking goofy thing that we saw on Instagram or Twitter. Like those are the moments that I remember the most more so than the going out and fucking dressing the town out and all that stuff. It's like it's like the simple things, the making love and just doing those kinds of things in the privacy of your own home with that person only. <laughs> I'm really fucking carrying this shit today. I'm probably gonna have Jep teeth around too because it's harder to talk by myself because I have to really get lost in the thought of like just f f talking shit. Otherwise, I do get a little bit like, who the fuck am I talking to? Like, this is so fucking lame. And, um, because I do feel like I, I want everyone who watches me, dudes, guys, or whatever, like, I want you guys to find love. I, I think that's, like, my MO. Like, if I'm ever going to do these relationship things, I don't give a fuck about that whole body count, all this stuff. I'm like, do you love this person? Do you guys love each other? Are you guys willing to fucking commit and do the hard parts about love, which isn't the sexy fucking, oh, we're out here, look at us, we're fucking traveling around the world. Like, are you guys able to commit and just do the simple things where, like, it doesn't matter how much money he or she has. It doesn't matter about this person's past and all that. That. do you guys just have love in the moment is that like what you value in this life and if so then i hope you prosper and like you flourish and you find someone that also is like that right like most people don't have the habits healthy habits of love you know most people have these habits where it's like i need to chase the thing like like i was watching a podcast and uh it was like uh you you like who's the people you believe love you the most right it's probably your mother your parents but mostly your mom when you're when you're growing up you know you're like hey mom look i made this huh and then your mom's like i don't give a fuck right now and then you have to earn their love so you have this idea in your head like you have to earn people's love so going on the chase and fucking chasing after somebody who doesn't like you you have to like that's a very toxic habit right but like that person who's like consistently texting you, guy or girl, the girl who's consistently texting you, the guy who's consistently texting you, replying on time and giving you thoughtful messages, you might most likely find more peace, love, and happiness with that person than you ever will with that fucking guy that you think is the guy of your dreams because you you're you have these ideas that are like almost Freudian in a sense of like I'm chasing the dude, I'm chasing love from somebody who uh, who isn't truly loving me back but if they do it's because they want something from me instead of somebody who just loves me for who i am and that's the thing a lot of this shit like love is just not part of it anymore 
it's all these like statistical analysis, like all these Andrew Tate's just pearly things, like all these people they're talking about relationships. They just have these ideas of like high value man, high value woman. This is how it is. You must make a lot of money. And when you make a lot of money, you can fuck all the bitches you want and bitches shouldn't have a high body count. Like all this fucking, like they just have the same talking points, but it's like, yo man, remember when like you were a kid or you were young and you actually loved a girl or you loved a guy and you really felt like you go home and you would like have these feelings about this person like holy fuck like I want to be with them like you listen to a song and you think about them like before you go to sleep you're putting yourself in imaginary scenarios with this person like do you remember that level of love a lot of people don't have that shit no more and if you still do it's because you're hanging out to an innocent like I'm fucking 24 right now I have never I haven't been in love in like my adolescent life and adult life the last time I was in love was in high school Sorry for, like, any one of my fucking exes or whoever that still listen to shit. Like, I'm just going to be honest. And it's because there isn't this, like, sense of, like, yo, like, there's truly love here. It just always feels like a transaction. It always feels like, or it's just, like, it just feels, like, uneven in energy, you know? And I don't know where I'm going with this. Maybe it's, like, some weird nostalgia bait that I'm going into. Um, it's 50 minutes. I mean, I carry this shit by myself. I didn't hit on everything I wanted to. I talk shit. And if you got to this part of the episode, it's because you actually give a fuck and you wanted to listen. And I appreciate that. Um, I'm glad that you guys all are here. I hope everyone has a good 2023, 2020 me. And yeah, maybe you guys saw a different side of me where I'm just like on a different, like, you know, war path doing the mimicry, little acting and all that type of shit. But um, I'm excited for where things are going. This is like, you see the space now and maybe next week it'll be a bit more like pumped up and shit. But it's fucking E the first E squared podcast. Uh, definitely subscribe, uh, especially if you're like a Punjabi or just like you know you should subscribe, like the videos, comment, leave a comment, all that fucking shit that the fucking uh, what's it called the NPC content creators say. But I'm definitely gonna try to be pushing this page to not just be mindless dumb shit like um when i because i'm working on a japanese garden as we speak i'm gonna try to do two i'm doing a japanese tea style garden and i'm doing a japanese courtyard style garden for my for the house i'm living in this this spot and um there'll be videos of that there's gonna be videos for video essays there's gonna be a vlog of like how we do do this stuff and like i want to go to japan this year in a few months and we, we're gonna show that and like just all types of different videos different concepts and like if you just want to like peek into this thing where it's like i believe like in one sense it's like yeah cool content but i also believe like people who get into it can like better their own lives like i want people that watch this shit to be able to say like yo I wa- this is the guy i watch and i feel like i get a lot of gems from him you know because i i think i want to come like my angle is just a very simple one love god woman peace you know very simple ideas in life that I strive for. And uh, with that, I hope you fuck with this shit. Peace. Oh.